Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic, starting now. The most important book I've ever written is coming out. It's coming out on February 22nd through bowlsministries.com. You can get a copy. It's called Encounter. And this book is going to prepare you for what God's doing now and the upcoming move of God that's imminent, that God's shown me. And I believe this book is going to help people to come into their assignment and the greater works we're called to. You can get the book now. And if you get it, if you pre-order it in this time frame, you're going to get a free e-course. If you pre-order a wholesale cost of three, five, or 10 books, you also are going to get the e-course and a prayer prophetic ministry appointment. We're going to pray for you as a team and believe in God's greatness in you. We need people who've had encounters to be raised up right now and see the greatness of Jesus through their calling. So go to bowlsministries.com and pre-order today. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic. One of the things I wanted to do in our season, for those of you watching visually, you're going to see some people in boxes, kind of like the Brady Bunch next to me. They're part of my team. Uh, Jeremy, who's on top, who runs the team, and I, he just runs our whole organization, our ministry. And then we have Alicia right under him who does, I think you wear so many hats. I don't know how to tell people what you do because you post all the social media stuff. You're involved with the events that we do. You, When we did live events, you would travel with us. And, I, and also your husband would volunteer and travel as well. And we have Steve and his wife, Jenny, who couldn't be here today. And Steve and Jenny run our media. And so the, every time we have any new e-course or, or TV shows, Steve and Jenny have produced most, if not all of those. And so it's really fun to work with Steve and Jenny as well. I wish Jenny could have been here, but she couldn't have been here. This, she can't be here this time. But I wanted to give you guys a glimpse of our ministry team. Now, now here's the thing is I believe God's calling many people who have multiple purposes in their life into one purpose ministry that he's anointing people for ministry. Maybe it's part-time, maybe it's a minute school part-time or, or a big time part-time, maybe it's full-time. But each one of our team members, I think, and our entire team has ambitions both inside of our ministry, but also outside of our ministry. And these three in particular are have all written books or writing books. They've all done. Uh, I mean, Jeremy consults with organizations all around the world. Alicia uh, and her husband, Brian, just released a book through TBN. And it's an incredible book. And then uh, Steve is releasing a book as well this uh, this coming year. So I'm really excited about just their outside ambitions and how they help people and how their their life isn't limited to one expression, but they have many things that are going on. So I wanted to highlight them to you because I feel, feel like they might be prototypes for some of you who regularly listen or are part of our Exploring the Prophetic podcast. And we've never done an episode quite like this to where you're going to hear several stories uh, in a row. And then also, I hope there's a call of action at the end we could do to really pray for you and what God's called you to, and that you would be placed with a team and a family that would be right for you. So we're going to start out with Steve, Mr. Steve Maddox. Um, Steve, you, you and I met because of, of a mutual friend of ours. And when we met, you had a dream of the whole encounter of our meeting. And then you asked me to be on a TV show that you, right after John Paul Jackson, it was his show called Dreams and Mysteries that you helped produce and direct, or you did produce and direct. And when you asked me um, to be on the show and you sent me some clips, I had never seen the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had dreams of that set since I was 15 years old or even earlier. And so we both had some prophetic encounters that brought us together. And then you ended up working for us 
I mean, since that time, after I was on Dreams and Mysteries, you've worked for us and with us and helped to bring us into the modern age. <laughs> but you had lots of options in life. I mean, you, you've worked in the entertainment industry. You, you were a pastor. Uh, you and your wife were both pastors of ministries and uh, church here in Southern California. You could have done a lot of things, but why ministry? Why do you think God's kept you in this space? It's interesting because when I first started it, my friends thought I was crazy because I was doing uh, pastoring and doing itinerant ministry mostly most of my life. And uh, I showed up at a church to pick a friend up and uh, was waiting in the back for him. And this lady in the front stopped what she was doing and pointed at me and said, you're going to be a director and a producer and uh, you're going to make shows and I see scripts coming down from heaven on you and wow. this kind of language. And I thought, that's great. I was just here to pick my friend up. And so I left <laughs> and uh, I went to a Bible study about three days later in Hollywood. And there was a bunch of people there that I was kind of getting to know and do things. And some prophetic guy came in and gave me the same word. Wow. And I thought, okay, something's going on here. And then I went to another thing and met with a great filmmaker and he gave me a similar word. And so in one week I had three people say that. And uh, what happened was it changed the trajectory of my whole career. I had been, uh, as a young man, uh, the first person I met in the church was Harold Bradison. I painted yeah. his house and he became my mentor. And uh, let's just say for people who don't know him, he helped mentor people like, I mean, he was in Billy Graham's life, Pat Robertson's life. I believe Benny Hinn's life, so many different, and a lot of producers and directors behind the scenes in their lives as well. So he was a mentor, got a lot of people baptized in the Holy Spirit, including Pat Robertson. And so he's a very uncommon man that wasn't well known by the masses, but behind the scenes is just this person that everybody who knew him loved him. And it was a lot of influencers. Yeah. And it was amazing because I didn't really realize who he was for about 10 years. And then wow. I realized the level of man he was. And so, but um, during that time, Lonnie Frisbee called me out and gave me this word. And so I just seemed to be around all these things. And so when this media came in, it didn't fit. It was, it just seemed like I was going off course. And so, but I knew it was the Lord. And uh, my wife and I started working on a television show immediately after these words. It was like a suddenly thing. We were just pushed into it more. And the first job we got uh, was a, our first national commercial. We were driving down to Hollywood to do it. And uh, we got a call from Movie Maker Magazine. And they were like, can you uh, do us a favor and do an interview with Jada Pinkett Smith tonight? <laughs> and so my friend didn't want to do it because he was a little afraid. And I said, look, we got to go do it because this, this is going to look good on our resume. So we go there and it's Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith in this 50-story uh, penthouse in Hollywood, and we're going to interview her. There's a guy there that's going to run it from Movie Maker Magazine, but we set up the cameras and all that. So we're there doing this thing. And during that time, I got a word for them. Wow. And it was very scary because Jenny looked at me, my wife, and said, don't do it. We're trying to build a business. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was the Lord just kind of brought us into media because it became our Trojan horse. It got us in front of people 
that we would have never met or got in front of and to bring the word of the Lord or whatever it was we were supposed to do. Most of the time we just served. And so throughout that experience, it was uh, just all kinds of things like that kept happening over and over. And so uh, looking back now, I think we've, we've had television shows in over 200 nations and we've, we've, have views online of our media from well over 50 million. Wow, and so the fruit spoke for itself. It didn't seem right because we were doing these church things and these small meetings, but the Lord wanted us to impact the earth. And I think I inherited that from Harold Bradison because that's yeah. how he operated. And he's unknown. No one would know who I am, which is awesome. I can go anywhere. Sean can't. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> I'm, and, I'm a yeah. left person celebrity. I can go anywhere still. I just might get someone who wants a picture or a word. That's all. Right. I know. You're like, can you, you're like, but you have the word no written on your face. So. <laughs> um, but when we met in that, and it's really weird because it was similar. And if you remember, we were up in that huge tower in yeah. Dallas. And uh, as soon as I saw you, this, this whole dream came back. And I was like, Sean, the sleeping giant is about to awaken you're called to to media and i just saw this whole wave come over you and you're like i'm like you should be on this show because i knew the show was very well liked it was the number one show for a few years and you kind of said well i don't know and so it was fun when you called me back and you were so excited about it and so i think in god's economy what happened for us was we came to bring you guys media and to help you, yeah. you know, develop it. But the Lord yeah. knew in his heart that we needed to be mentored and trained more. And I, and I really thank God for you and uh, Jeremy, cause I've got to spend most of the time with you, but the whole team. And so it's really changed our lives and uh, it's an honor to do it. And we do it because we know we're impacting the earth. Well, you, you've changed our life too. And I think of just that I didn't want to do Christian media at all. Like, and, and you asked me to do that show. And I was, I remember telling Jeremy, like, I'm not going to do the show. And then I like saw those clips. We were in that office. Do you remember in Hollywood production center? I go, Jeremy, I'm sitting in my office looking at the, mm -hmm. what you sent us. And I'm going, I've had dreams about this since I was a kid. I'm supposed to do this. And you were like, really, you're going to do this. And it was cool. Cause after we met, I mean, it gave me courage to go after Christian media. Cause you guys did. You were very outside the box. Like John Paul Jackson's show felt to me more like a National Geographic show or History Channel show. It didn't feel like, uh, you know, the old school, which isn't really around as much anymore. But you guys were kind of forerunning that, and then and then watching you guys in the entertainment industry as well. Like you guys, you know, just last month or two months ago, going off and making the one of the TikTok stars her new music video. While you're the next week working with me on some of their faith based project, and just your heart, like where you're the same people everywhere you go. And you've mentored us as well. So I want to thank you, Steve. And of course, if Jenny was here, I'd thank her too. We love who you are. But I just think it's good for people to hear that highlight because in your story, there's transitions you made because you listen to God. Because again, one of my themes is getting a God result, not our result. And you've done that. You've been getting a God result. So thank you. Thank you, Steve. It's fun. Thank you. I will say this. So Steve, you're working on your dream master. You've interpreted thousands of dreams. And you're working on a book about dream interpretation. That's going to be coming out until your website and everything comes out. People can go on our, our Bulls Mysteries platform and watch you and, and Jenny be a part of your class. 
um, where you did it live, but you, we also pre-recorded all of it so that people can still go on it today and learn all about dreams. Just get a foundation of dreams and tell yeah. your book about. So I'm really yeah. excited that that's coming out. Yeah. We're gonna, it's well, I'm not sure when it's coming out. I keep okay. saying the date and it's, it doesn't work out, but um, yeah, you get a, you get a little appetizer of, of what the book might be about when you go. To the <laughs> and then also I have the dreamer guy on Instagram, which is blown up, but I'm going to put him on TikTok. Oh, good. So put him like third person. Actually, it's you. Guys, me. <laughs> so what's the at sign? Uh, the dreamer guy, 11, I think the dreamer guy, 11, cause I follow yeah. you, but I don't know what the outside is. Okay. So yeah. awesome. Well, Steve, thanks for being a part. Yeah. And we're going to move you. to Alicia now and Alicia, you and your husband, Brian, we met you when we put, I think we put an ad out that we needed somebody and you answered it from another state. And at the time we never thought we'd have someone work remotely and we won the lottery when you said yes. So, uh, you've worked with us for, I think around four and a half years and you, you have like a nurse background. You've done so many different things in your background, but when you joined us, what one of the things I loved is that, um, we kind of needed the adaptability needed to be one of the strongest gift sets that somebody had, not the actual skill sets of what we asked you to do, because almost everything Jeremy, um, hired you for changed many times since because <laughs> you're so adaptable. It's great. But um, you, one of the things I love about you, Alicia, and we're going to talk about your personal story in a minute, but one of the things I love about you is that you always bring your A game and you always bring your strength. No matter what you're going through, you just bring who you are. And I love that you decided to say yes to ministry in the midst of everything else you're doing in life. That you're like, I'm going to go after this. And I think it's really special because you've added so much value. But there's people out there who are probably also feeling that pull, but they might have had like you had a nursing job or something but God gave you this job to actually be more present at home as well. Like, cause you were able to be with your kids and do a life that was way different if, than if you were a nurse or, you know, if you were in the, in, in the hospital. So I'm so glad that this worked for you too. And there's people out there who are saying, you know, I feel like there's a ministry. I feel like there's somebody I'm supposed to work for. And sometimes when you say yes, it actually provides a better life and always right. It's not just a big sacrifice. It actually helps your life too. And I think that's beautiful yeah. how it's been a mutual exchange. But come on in and uh, I'm going to just ask you, like, what do you think the value is in the sense of, other than what I've already said, working for a ministry right now and what, what's God been doing? Well, it's funny because I really didn't want to work for a ministry. <laughs> well, you're a pastor's daughter too. I'm a pastor's daughter. And so I've been in every aspect of ministry from the time I can remember you know, setting up and tearing down and being there, you know, when the doors closed, when the doors opened. And I was like, by the time I was 16, I was like, yuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Um, I've worked, I mean, every aspect you can think of as far as ministry goes, I've been in that. And I think when I got, I turned 18, I got married, we ran. I was like, yeah. I'm out of here. This is my ticket away from this. I'm not going to sign up for nursery again. Don't ask me to do children's <laughs> church. I'm not bringing a dish. I'm picturing all the PTSD <laughs> pastor's kids right now who are listening. Yes, I had <laughs> severe PTSD. I, yeah, I was not, I would. I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, yeah, this is my time. I'm doing whatever I want to do. And so I just, I ran from it. But I feel like, my calling for ministry, like all of that beforehand was really setting me up for where God wanted us to, to go into. Yeah. Um, although I did have to relearn a lot of things along the way, <laughs> a lot of, yes, a lot of relearning, but, um, 
Yeah. So I feel like I didn't know at the time that my own life and my marriage would actually be our ministry. Um, I, I feel like that the Lord, you know, a lot of what I went through in my life, he set that up as a stage, um, for us to, you know, reach married couples and to reach, um, those that are hurting, you know, through our own redemption story, the Lord just, you know, been able to use that. And I remember, um, when I got started in this ministry in particular, I was, you know, I just left my nursing career. Um, I'd been in, you know, a nurse for 13 years working night shifts. So I was so glad to say goodbye. At yeah. <laughs> but um, I was just scrolling on Facebook, like every, you know, m- woman does. And um, I saw Bulls Ministry post a position or actually that you guys were having a like if you enroll you it was for something like um, you could come out to Los Angeles. And so I entered like 15 times because I like wanted to be. Oh, drunk. yeah. We had. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 That was the first I'd ever heard of Sean Bulls or Bulls Ministries was you guys were like offering to fly somebody out. And I was like, I want to go. So <laughs> That was a Jeremy idea. Yeah. So that was my first time, you know, like actually hearing about the ministry. But then, you know, once I started following you, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Where has, where has this person been like my whole life? And I found out the ministry was fairly young. So that's why. But, um, and then the Lord, so I entered and entered and entered. I just knew we were going to be drawn and like our name wasn't drawn. So I was super bummed about that, but we can, you know, I, I've been to therapy. I'm okay now. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I entered Brian's name even like over and over and over. <laughs> but so then the Lord, um, it was in June and he asked me to fast and it was like the middle of June. And I was like, God, Okay, so how long how am I how long am I supposed to fast? And he said, I want you to fast through the month of June. And I was like, that's 15 days. Wow. I don't think I can live that long without food. <laughs> and but I was obedient and I really didn't know why I was fasting for 15 days. And then um at the very end of the 15 days, a position opened at Bulls Ministries on the Facebook page. And so I, I thought, you know, my interest just perked because I was just at this point learning to hear God's voice. And I didn't realize that sometimes, you know, just that uh, excitement about something or, or, or curiosity or interest, yeah. or like, I just looked at this post and was like, oh, that sounds so fun. I want to do that. And all of my um, experience was nursing and, you know, working in a hospital. And I didn't really think I qualified, but I thought, you know, I'll apply anyways. So I sent in my resume and then Jeremy called me a couple days later and it was, it's been a wild ride since then. <laughs> oh God, through all kinds of nations and all kinds of travel and now through all kinds of media. Yeah. And yeah. even at that time, you know, me and my husband, our marriage was in the process of restoration. Yeah. And so I didn't know that everything that the Lord was preparing me for within this ministry um, is actually playing a role in our own personal marriage ministry now it's like all of the training that i've been getting within this ministry and all the different roles um that you guys have asked me to do has played such an important part in where i'm where we're going and it's just it's it's beautiful how the lord orchestrated this because i was running from ministry and then i ran to it yeah. <laughs> 
to get a prize. But. Well, I remember when you guys released your book, because your book is extremely vulnerable about the brokenness of your marriage and the restoration of your marriage. And your husband, who's like the cowboy contractor, <laughs> Brian, he drove me to Daystar and I, the Christian television ministry, he drove me to Daystar when we were in Texas at one point. And he shared his story. And I love how he shares it because it's like, I tried suicide. I love how he says I tried suicide because it's like, I've never heard anyone put it that way before. And I'm yeah. saying it trivially, but the way my affection for Brian, um, but he's sharing just, I mean, he just grips you right away. He's such a good storyteller. And he tells the producer who happens to be in the, the green room, his story. And she's like, we want to have you guys on the show. Can we have you guys on the show? And I loved it because I just thought, and it was totally appropriate because sometimes you'd like, you know, but I'd say that some, some ministries wouldn't allow their, you know, one of their ministers to like, or one of their team to share when they're in another opportunity because they could cross boundaries, but it was totally appropriate. So I just want to say as far as protocol, it was great. And um, I love when Brian shared it because when they had, had you guys on, I was like, I was able to, totally be one of your biggest cheerleaders because I love your story so much and I love what God's done in your marriage. and I love what God's doing through you guys now and just how you've been a voice for hope because there's been so much brokenness in the world, but there's not many people who are willing to share vulnerably about how God can fix it. Most of it's like such baby level stories. So the fact that you guys would go there on that level and how God's opened just a few of the doors through our ministry, just our partnership together. I just love that. I love how God does that. I love how there's a mutual exchange again. I just think it's so it's to me, that's how ministry should be. And it's not always been that way for everybody in the past, but there should be a level of mutual exchange that happens. And so I so appreciate, I mean, I just appreciate who you are because many people don't know that if there's someone says maybe you're answering them on social media or you're besides posting, you might be answering or you might be in one of the live events um, answering as the Bulls Ministries team. And you might get into one of those little pastoral counseling moments with somebody or, or amening their perspective or whatever. And they don't know sometimes the face behind it. And it's just so cool that the face behind it is somebody who really has been on a God journey herself to, to grow into something that you would have never seen yourself being. And I just, I just celebrate you. I cheerlead you. How can people get a hold of your book and tell us the name? Um, my book's called Making Beauty with the Ashes. And you can find it on our website, which is makingbeautywiththeashes.com. And we have a new podcast coming out in January right. on a CPN called Healing the Broken Marriage. So really excited. Yeah. That's so good. Well, Alicia, thank you for all you do with us. So glad. Okay, well, we have Jeremy up next. And Jeremy has been running an organization. I laughed, Jeremy, because when we first hired you, you were working um, successfully in a career with a group and uh, managing a whole lot of things. And you had kind of left, not left ministry behind, but left ministry in that season. You'd done a lot with ministry. You've been to several schools in ministry. And you, you're, I call you a resident theologian but you were working, you know, for a mainstream educational company. And it was, it was interesting because you had your, you had come over and done a project for us, just like as a volunteer, just like, can I do this for you? And you were at our church at the time that I was pastoring and you did such an awesome job that months later I needed an assistant again. And I was like, I don't know if Jeremy would ever do this, but I need someone like Jeremy because he came in without me telling him what to do and did the project better than I could have done it. I need someone like Jeremy. So I just reached out to you. I was like, hey, would you be willing to work five hours, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a week? And you're like, yeah, I could do that. And then it turned into more. And then finally, I remember when Sheree mm -hmm. and I, we were so broke at the time. We we're like, can we hire you full time? But this is all we could pay. But I think that your job will create resources in itself. And mm -hmm. I don't boy, it was one of the best decisions we ever made in our entire life because you have trained me so much through your you you just believe like we can do this project, Sean, or like, I feel like there's this, I mean, I would say 80% of our projects you've 
planted the seed or actually given the vision for, <laughs> yeah, we should do this kind of book or we should go after this. And then you've helped to not only plant the seed, but to manage it all the way through with excellence. And so I've, I've so enjoyed who you are and uh, growing from our relationship. I feel like your efficiency mastery that I've never seen anyone do before. Like when we were going, I mean, remember that Alicia, we would have events where there's like 2000 people lined up to get into our event for one night. And I was like, how are they ever going to get in? How are they going to get in? And Jeremy's like, they'll be in in 15 minutes. I'm like, there's no way. And then like 20 minutes later, they're all in. I'm like, mm -hmm. I've never seen this before. So Jeremy, thank you so much for being a part and for pulling, being the puppet master behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you awesome. for having me. But I want to I ask you, because you, again, like you help consult other ministries, especially authors and people with books. You and your wife have your own podcast, your own books that you're an author yourself, an mm -hmm. incredible author yourself. Um, tell us as far as, you know, working with another ministry like this, you've helped us to pioneer from the beginning. Um, tell us about like just your heart as far as what God's showing you for ministry in general, but also for this ministry. Yeah, Sean, thank you so much. It's been a delight to work alongside you and so many others that have such great depths uh, to who they are and what they're about uh, to really bring forth what's in God's heart um, and make it as practical as possible. I think there's a unique invitation um, that that went out uh, for myself and for, for so many others to pick up uh, practical roots within the spiritual process uh, because I saw and I witnessed, you know, year after year, just going to different churches uh, and being involved in different ministries, that there's a spiritual plot process kind of floating around in the sky. And uh, unless it has really deep, wonderful, tremendous roots, it doesn't have any uh, application. And I think uh, the unique divine uh, invitation that that I felt was word became flesh. Like, how does this become real? How can we touch it? How can this practically work? Yeah. How can it eat, sleep, and breathe in front of us? And, and that's like how I see uh, what God is doing and, and how we can make that real. And I feel like um, the, the, the practical systematic side of me, um, you know, was awakened uh, as soon as I experienced that deep level of uh, connection with the Lord. As deep as he went in me, I wanted to do it for others. And so... Wow. Uh, you know, working alongside you and, um, you know, helping kind of uh, prod and provoke and to, uh, to curiosity, you know, bring curiosity to fruition and, uh, and to, you know, to try to see what, like, what's possible with Sean's world in the next five years? Like, what, you know, what's possible with, you know, with Steve's world in the next five years and kind of try to pull that out uh, prophetically, but then also, um, you know, with, with, uh, the historical roots of, of what, with what God's given us within ministry. And so my wife and I, we do, um, you know, different things, uh, with, with consulting and writing and, um, and I feel like the, the deep well that it comes from is, uh, that we we're open not only to hear God, but we try to put it to use. We try to make it mm -hmm. practical, like as soon as we can, like just last night, I, I had a dream and, it was just like the ways of prosperity dream for me. Uh, I felt like within the dream was a, was an invitation to write something so unique in God's heart. And, wow. uh, and it, and it came from the mandate I immediately was reminded of the mandate I received years and years ago, 50 books before I'm 50. And, um, and I feel like it was another one on the shelf that like, 
I'm supposed to help curate. And it was such a beautiful like invitation. And I, and I feel like I see that for other people too. And, um, and not just books and, you know, products and things like that, but obviously we've made many together, uh, right. over the years. Uh, but I, I see the, the element of what's in God's heart, you know, more so even than the product. And so trying to bring that about and trying to make that real for people and, right. and make it attainable and practical and, you know, all the, you know, cookings and trimmings that go into that. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's cool because you to remind me of an Imagineer because you're creative, but you also engineer creativity. You engineer other people's process. And I think, you know, there's I, I, probably almost all of our employees are working on some sort of book, <laughs> some multiple sure. books. And most of your friends are as well, just because you guys are so empowering. It's like, you have a voice, you can share that, you can say that, you can do that. And it's really, um, you're an empowering person where you're very servant hearted, but also very focused on what God's told you to build. So we've been really privileged to have you because uh, there's rare people in the world and you're one of them, which is good, but you also inspire the people in their own rarity that they may not see, but they get around you. And all of a sudden, I mean, I know many of our employees who were saying, I don't have that skill set or I can't do that. And you don't believe that. Like you never believe any of us when we say, I can't do that, or that's not part of me. You just go, yeah, you can. And here's how you're going to do it. Whether it's <laughs> something that would take normally five hours and you make it take an hour or whether it's a whole new skill set that we haven't practiced before. And so there's something really rare about the way you see prophetically over people and I, I wanted to highlight you three specifically because in this podcast, because there's there's calling right now for people to get involved with local ministries and not just to kind of absorb your whole identity into them, but to be who you are, both inside and outside that ministry. And you're such a good example of somebody who has great boundaries and you do, I mean, you work for us full time, but you still have a life outside of us that I'm finding out all the time people that you're you've inspired or connected to, or I'm writing a book because I talked to Jeremy and I'm like laughing going, of course, Jeremy's counseling him and coaching him through a book process. And somehow you have capacity for that because you're a capacity master. So it's so cool. But tell, tell us what you're working on right now. You have several books out, but what do you, what can people get right now that you want to highlight? Um, the last uh, book we just released, it was learning how to love. It's a 90 day biblical devotional. It's like almost a 400 page book. Uh, and it, you know, highlights the two main cornerstones to relationships, which are ownership and openness. Yeah. So um, that's that's something I'd love to highlight. And and I do want to mention, you know, the people here, and just like Alicia said, the people that have been around our ministry world are so integral. And you know, I was just looking at Steve's face, and I'm like, you know, I met Steve at the hardest week of my life, and. And he's been so, such a tremendous friend, you know, along the way. And and then just kind of our relationships of how we've built throughout the years. And uh, Alicia and even Sean and, and so many others. Uh, it is really, a, you know, it's a treat to work within this kind of environment. It's very unique. Uh, you wouldn't find it um, in, you know, Starbucks. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. There's something so kingdom and connected and relational about especially how you've led Jeremy. I'm so proud of how you've led. It's so good. Well, just as final thoughts, you guys, if you have any, I feel like, again, I, I'm kind of calling us back to you, our listeners. Many of you guys are um, just praying. We're, we're in the greatest job walkout in history in America. And I believe in the world where we've had 4.1 million people leave their jobs. There's another 50 million considering leaving their career or doing a career change. One of the things I'm seeing is that ministry provides a significance. It's very unique. And I love that. And God's calling more and more people to missions and ministry and to do things even alongside their normal career. 
And I'm going to encourage you guys to really ask Holy Spirit, is there something you want me to do with a, maybe it's a parachurch organization, maybe it's a mainstream ministry, maybe it's a church. And again, you have really good boundaries to it. Your whole life doesn't have to be absorbed in it, but maybe there's a job there. And I just feel like God's calling more people. But do you guys have anything to say about this subject or any final thoughts? I would say follow what you believe the Lord is telling you. And uh, you may not think you have the skills, but he will give you the skills. He'll open <laughs> up that word. <laughs> the trajectory of, of spiritual life is so interesting. If you know, just study the characters in the Bible and most of them do things that they're not qualified to do and they wind up doing them very well. So that's so good. I would say be encouraged to yeah. do it, go for it. And I think that your life, um, things that you've walked through in your life can even be your platform. So just don't discount those. Um, moments in your life, uh, things that you walk through, those can be your, you know, what God's calling mm-hmm. you into. And the Lord will definitely show you. Love that. Yeah. And I, I think for me, just uh, in terms of last thoughts, the the unique season that God's called you to is there's for, it's for a purpose. You know, you, you may have different emotional context uh, within each season, but to know where God's anchored you and to know where God's put you and uh, to to give uh, your heart uh, and your 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 thought process behind that season, um, and and to know uh, how to develop within that season as well is so important. And I know it's Ecclesiastes; can't remember exact reference, but uh, the times and seasons such an integral piece right now for us. I love that. That's so good. Times and seasons are one of the things that I think this next time frame is going to be known for. People understand their time and their season, their lane. And so I'm, I'm really praying for you guys, our listeners and our viewers to just hear more from God for your own personal life, because this is a time that may never come around again, where we can make huge changes that might affect our whole legacy of our future. So I want to pray with you and believe with you that God's speaking to you about your future, whether it's to stay in the career you're in or whether it's to do something radically new and different. We're with you. Our hearts are with you. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. Or if you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit notification. Thanks for watching or thanks for listening. Bless you guys. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more. Or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing, and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.